who is ready for some basketball men's basketball tips off on Monday. We're here to talk about what they're going to do and why I think this is going to be a special season for BC basketball. You are locked on Boston college, your daily podcast on the Boston college Eagles, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello, welcome. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn jobs help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. We got a lot to talk about today, folks. Basketball, hockey, football, in that order. I'm going to get into all of that on today's show. Let's kick it off with basketball, who tip off on Monday in Chestnut Hill against Fairfield. And I don't know about you, but I am feeling really excited about this upcoming season because BC basketball, it, it there's life in this team. There's life in this program, and it's it's for the first time you feel like this team could go somewhere. Quinton Post is not getting enough love as one of the best players in the ACC. He's not a blue chipper like the kids you get at Duke and UNC. He doesn't have the five-star bat pedigree that you get. But when you have a seven-foot center that can consistently score from inside and outside, that can improve literally everyone on the court around him, he's healthy, he's ready to go, that makes your team absolutely dangerous. And that's what Quentin Post does. And he's healthy. He's ready to roll. This is a this is a center that BC has not had in years. Dennis Clifford was nice. You've had some other guys that have filled in that have been okay. But Quentin Post is a game changer for Boston College. And I ha- I have to say, going into the season. I love what Earl Grant has done for this program. You lose the Langford brothers. DeMar Langford is off to UCF. Makai Ashton Langford is playing over in Europe. TJ Bickerstaff is, I think, at James Madison. But that's about it. You know, Makai Ashton Langford is easily the biggest loss you have. You lose a little bit of rebounding there as well. You replace that with Claudel Harris, who... Every major national reporter, whether it's Jeff Goodman, John Rothstein, you name it, has been saying this kid's a steal for Boston College. He averaged 17 points a game for Charleston Southern. He's going to be a scorer for BC. And they're saying, like, watch out. This kid's going to be a real problem for a lot of programs that are playing against BC. That is big. You get Donald Hand back. Donald Hand is basically like getting a transfer back to your program. He didn't play. He played one game last year for Torres ACL. He's back. Uh, you know, ha, you know, uh, Earl Grant has said it's going to take a little bit of time for him to get back to where he wants to be. And, but you're going to see him improve month after month. Then you wait to see the players improve that you have. You know, last year, Devin McLaughlin was, was the real revelation. No one knew anything about this kid. He didn't play in Earl Grant's first year. He comes in and he is 
a, re- a massive rebounder, a shot blocker, good, decent interior offensive presence. He does a lot of things for your, your team that you needed. And no one knew anything about him going into that year. Now you have guys like Chaz Kelly, as I said, DJ Hand, Armani Mighty, some of the freshmen like Elijah Strong and Fred Payne. What are these kids going to bring in? What can they, you know, a comp help bring to Boston College in terms of depth and talent? I think you're going to see guys like Chaz Kelly play some significant minutes. I don't think he's going to be a starter, but you're going to see other guys like Armani Mighty is going to have to play. He looked raw last year. You saw him play a little bit, but, you know, he was a foul machine. He didn't really do much behind Quinton Post, but he's going to have to play. And the, the development of a guy like Mighty is going to be a major factor for how far this team can go. Cause there's going to be games where Quinton Post, you know, gets in foul troubles or, you know, maybe he he's banged up and can't play. Mighty's going to have to play a role in this team. What can he do? But I love the depth in this team. I, I, I think this is about as deep as a team as BC's had in a long time. Girl Grant has done a nice job of bringing guys. I think that it could, can really that he's going to develop and bring into that gritty, not pretty mentality uh, that will help BC not only be competitive in the ACC, but this is the year that I think that they're going to make the biggest shot that they can at making the NCAA tournament. They are a borderline tournament team, you know, just on paper right now, you know, you go into a season where you're, you have, uh, the ACC not as strong as it's been in years past. This is not a really deep conference. It, the BC, if they play well, can go out there and, and and steal a tournament bid. It's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, last year, if Quinton Post was healthy, they would have been a tournament team. I, in my opinion, I think they would have. This year, he's healthy. You get Prince Oligby. You get him, him, him. You know, at, at a higher level. You bring in all these other kids to go along with Jaden Zachary. And all of a sudden you're thinking like, okay, this is a team that can do that. High expectations for Boston College basketball is not something we've had in years, but I think it's fair to have for this season. This is a team that has got the top end talent. You've got Jaden, you've got Quinton, you've got a couple other guys that I think can fill in those roles, but you're, deep, you're deeper. That's a big difference. Now on Monday, they're going to play Fairfield. And you go into the off season, you know, the, uh, sorry, out of conference part of the season. And with BC, BC sports, you always worry about, a, you know, that, that out of conference loss last year, you know, they had a couple, it was Charlton. It was a uh, UNH. They had a couple really bad losses. If you want to make the tournament, you can, you have to avoid the, the catastrophic losses. You can't lose to UNH if you're a borderline tournament team. You can't lose to Fairfield like you're playing in the season opener. Fairfield is a team that should have no right to be in the same court as BC. But I've learned watching this team enough that no matter how good BC basketball is, the team that they're playing against will always give them trouble. Fairfield fired their head coach. For reasons I don't know, but you can always read the message boards and find out the rumors that are going on. It's pretty scandalous. I don't know what those are, but they're they're out there. BC should win easily, but it's the first game of the season. 
will they be able to do that? We, you know, BC basketball is not a team that makes anything look easy, but we'll have to wait and watch on Monday. I love this team. I think they're going to be a tournament team this year. I think we're going to have just like football seemingly turn things around. I think basketball is on track to have something special happen for the first time since Al Skinner was the head coach. I think NIT is the floor. I think the tournament is the ceiling. And I think if BC can play as well as they look, you know, with, with some good balance, some good play from guys like Jaden Zachary put, you know, pushing up, you see Chaz Kelly, and then you get guys like Mason Madsen, who was dealing with a, with a health injury or health issue last year. He said, if he can continue to, to, if he, if that was a blip that was caused by health, the reason why he shot 31% from three point range, then maybe he can be uh, productive as well. Well, we'll have to wait to see. On tomorrow's show, I will get into everything that happened in the Fairfield game. I will be watching. I will be covering it live on Twitter and on Eagle Insider. So you're not going to want to make sure you miss that one else, that game, um, that episode, excuse me, as well. Now, if you are looking for other podcasts, check out. Let me tell you about Locked On Celtics. Locked On Celtics is hosted by John Corrales, who is an amazing host. Talks about the Celtics, who are one of the best teams in the NBA. Heading into their in-season tournament, you got to check out Locked On Celtics. Now, now time for your Game Changer of the Week, brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company. Much like defensive back Elijah Jones, Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. They make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good. Elijah Jones has become one of the best defensive backs in the ACC, which is crazy because he was kind of written off earlier in the season. Now he has five interceptions, two, two games now with two interceptions or more. He's done everything. And you know who else does everything? Athletic Brewing Company because they make non-alcoholic beers that actually taste good, full flavor and well-crafted. And they have 50 styles and flavors, including IPAs, golden sours, and more. They're constantly releasing limited edition experimental styles to add to their variety. They're fit for all times, like watching a big, a big game or hanging out or raking the, the leaves. And with no hangouts ever, it's the best beer that you can try. So you need to find Athletic Brewing Company, the non-alcoholic brew, that's at a store near you, or you can buy it online at athleticbrewing.com. So use code locked on to get 15% off your first online order. That's L O C K E D O N at checkout for 15% off at athleticbrewing.com near beer exclusions and conditions apply athletic brewing company fit for all time. This is locked on BC. I am your host, AJ black. And I want to tell you guys something. If you have not done so already, we have a fun new system, a new service that we're offering here on Locked on BC called Subtext. You can get in touch with me on anything. If you have a question, you want to know something, Subtext is a service right now, 14 days free. And I will be tweeting, I'll be, I'll be sending out messages during games, you know, thoughts during halftime of the basketball game. Uh, halftime at the football game, uh, after the game, reactions. Um, I'll be doing quick videos that you'll get directly to you that you won't get anywhere else. And after the first 14, 14 days, it's $4.99 a month. If you want to support this podcast, it's the easiest way to do it. Check out Subtext. I think you'll enjoy it. You can you can do a whole bunch of different things, and I'll, I'll be explaining more after the you know over this week. So check out Subtext. The link is in the show notes. Sign up today. All right. 
Now, let's move on to hockey. Hockey is the, the talk of the town right now. They are they won both of their games this weekend, downing um, UMass Lowell twice, once at home and once at the Songus Arena, which is not easy to do. You know, UMass Lowell is, is a great team. They're four and four this year, but you you you, you never get an easy game against Lowell because they're always an older team. It's you know physical, tough to win. But BC wins both games three to two. BC is now 7-1-0, in Hockey East, which I think is going to be a um, really, really good div- uh, conference this year. you got teams like BU, even Maine's really good this year, Providence, Mer- Merrimack. There's a lot of good teams, but BC has already jumped out to a 2-0 um, record, which is great because you want your young team to, to feel some confidence going into this. And it's not just the young players that are feeling the confidence because you had, you know, Will Smith had a goal. Ryan Leonard had a goal, but Cudagatier had his eighth goal in as many seasons. This is a Philadelphia Flyers forward. He's already drafted. He'll be, he'll be gone after this year, but this kid is showcasing why he's one of the best players in the nation. It has to be a Hobie Baker, um, uh, uh, leader at this point of the season. It's really, really early, but, this kid is playing out of his mind. So really good start of the season for hockey. And, you know, when you beat a team like Lowell, after you've beaten, you know, Michigan, who's a top 10 team, you beat Denver one out of two games. You started the season off on a really strong, on really strong footing. You got to feel like this is the, this is starting to, the start of something magical for BC hockey. It's been since the Johnny Gaudreau years, at least in my opinion, since BC has had a team that is as established as this team is right now, you've had teams that have won the hockey East. You've had teams that have made the tournament, but they always were either like top heavy or they were missing a piece. This BC hockey team is a freaking buzzsaw right now. Like they go out, you know, one of the games they started, uh, I think they scored in the first minute of the game. That's this is what BC hockey is like right now. They just go out there and they just immediately punch you right in the mouth, and that's that's fun to watch. I mean, like when you get a team that is that quick, that can score that easily, that makes that makes some fun fun hockey to watch. And when you have a goalie like you got a really good goalie, um, Jacob Fowler, who had twenty eight saves in Saturday's game. This team is this team is 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 ready. This team is ready to to make some things happen. Obviously, they got to pull some some big games out, but they're going to have their next big matchup when they head to Orono for two games against U- University of Maine. Maine's really good. It's been a while again since like BC's been. It's been a while since BC's been dominant. It's been a long time since Maine's been dominant. You know, I think back to like the Paul Correa years. That's a, that's a long time ago. But Maine is going, and that that barn is really tough to play at, especially when the fans are invested in a good team. So that's going to be a really good challenge for BC hockey this upcoming weekend. Um, and I think that'll be, you know, you, you honestly, like you don't want to like, I don't want to go in and say, Oh yeah, BC is going to win both of these games, but like go on and win one game uh, and escape out of Orono with one win. I think that, that that's a reasonable expectation, but 
at the end of the day, right now, you've got, you've got the number one team in the country. BC is number one in men's hockey, and they are not going down after this weekend. They're, they are still going to be number one. And it's exciting. Like when you have elite hot, elite athletics at BC at any sport, especially one of the big three for, and for me, be the big three for BC hot is hockey, basketball, and football. It's fun. And BC hockey is really fun right now. And if you want to get more news on BC hockey, head over to Eagle Insider right now. BC hockey blogger uh, posts recaps and reactions to every single game up on the website. He's one of the best out there. Um, and I'll have him on the show at some point soon because I want to get to talk to him about what he thinks because I think uh, he's got some really good reactions to some of the things going on with BC hockey. Now, in our final segment, I waited till segment three to talk about football. What's going on here? This is Monday. We already talked about football, but I want to talk a little bit more about it. You're going to want to hear about that in just a moment. Now, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. So head on over to LinkedIn, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. With simple tools like screening questions, it makes it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Now, you got to hire. You're, you're looking for a manager. You want someone with good communication skills, someone that is uh, that has experience, that has done this job before. With LinkedIn, you just look up and they have all of the screener questions that are going to find you, those people right away. So you're not wasting your time. You're not getting people in and going, why am I interviewing this person? This isn't the right guy. You LinkedIn just saves you all that legwork. It's why it's a it's such a wise investment. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This is Locked on BC, AJ Black, and we're talking football here. And what a weekend. If you have not already heard the Friday night game recap, Mitch and I went on live late Friday night. It's up on the feeds. You can get on YouTube or your podcast. You can hear our full game reaction. We talked about about 35 minutes about the game. You can find all that. But this is not a recap of the game because we already did that. First of all, Elijah Jones was named one of 247's players of the week, as he should have, because he has allowed, I think, four receptions over the total over the last four games. And he has four interceptions over that time. He's become one of the best cornerbacks in all of ACC. And that's incredible for a guy that I think a lot of folks have just kind of dismissed. Like, he, no one really gave him the time of day before heading into the season. And now he's one of the best in the country. He's really, like, if you look at his, I mean, he was rated in the last three games, I think he had a 91.6 against, um, Georgia Tech in terms of pro football focus and a 91.8 against Syracuse. And I, from what I talked to Mitch Wolf of Eagle Insider, I think they changed the score and they actually went up. So he's, he's amazing. I just wanted to throw that out there. Cause I don't talk about Elijah Jones enough, but he's had a great, great run of games so far. Uh, but there's now only three games. I can't believe the season's already, well, there's only three games left and well, four, if you consider um, the bowl game, but there may be five, if they, follow the path well the path if you're following along with college football 
in, in a lot of the fans online is what BC has to do to get to the ACC championship, which after the NIU loss is absolutely insane to think that we're actually at that, 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 um, part of the sea part, you know, we're looking at that heading into November, but that's where we're at. Like BC has played, they've won five in a row and the ACC is not all that strong, but this weekend Louisville clobbered for Virginia Tech. I think it was 35, three. Uh, and they just need to win one more game and they're going to be in. But for BC, their path, what they have to do is not honestly all that impossible. The road to nine wins isn't as hard. Well, everything BC is doing right now to win is hard, but it's not impossible as some may think. They have three games left. Virginia Tech, as I just said, got waxed by Louisville. As bad as BC looked against Louisville, Virginia Tech looked a million times worse. And I, I don't, I mean, watching what they did on offense and the way BC is playing on defense at home. And the way that Virginia Tech quit against Louisville, I think BC could beat them. Then you play Pittsburgh, who's out of a bowl game now. There's they've got seven losses. They're donezo. Um, yeah, it's a it's a short week, and but they're bad. They're really really bad. They scored seven points against Florida State, um, and Florida State avoided a, a a trap game where they played without Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson. But Pitt's really bad. And now they have nothing to play for other than pride, which only takes you so far. Then you play Miami, who has completely wilted. That team looks completely done. Uh, Tyler Van Dyke, I don't know why they're still playing him. Uh, they they could not score against NC State. I think they had seven points that entire game. I'm not saying BC's going to walk all over these three teams, but the road to nine wins isn't that far off. BC's, you know, BC, the credit that you give to the Eagles, and I, I saw who was it? Mike McDaniel of SI saying like, oh, this is the worst six-win team I've ever seen, and they're bad team, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, whatever. And I like Mike, but wins are wins. I don't give a crap about stats. If you win the game, that's all that matters. And maybe these these close wins are going to creep up on BC, and that's fine. But you win the games. You're winning. You are beating these teams. That's all that matters. After At the end of the day, you don't go, oh, BC was 9-3. Oh, but you know what? Their, their, um, their offense was 90th in the country. I don't care what their score that is. If they win the games, that's all that matters. And they're winning. They won five in a row. And you're playing Virginia Tech, who quit. Pitt, who has nothing to play for. And Miami, who is 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 soft as a baby's butt. Eight wins, nine wins. What do you want? They're right there for BC. And yeah, BC has to improve a lot. They, their offense has been painful at times the last couple of weeks. But they're still finding te- ways to win these games. I think nine wins is not that far off. And and I I don't I, you know, I think Louisville will probably take care of business against UVA this week and the talk of the path will be over. But at the end of the day, if you make it to bowl season with eight or nine wins, how big of a victory this season is gonna be? And the fact that you've gone from the NIU loss, which was absolutely awful, to eight or nine pot potentially eight or nine wins. 
is crazy. If Jeff Brom was not in the ACC, there would be serious talk. I'm telling you, there would be serious talk about Jeff Halfley being ACC coach of the year. If that happens, but it's not going to happen because Jeff Brom's going to get it. But that's where he's at. He's going to get, I'm, I'm, I'm guess I'm betting you he's going to get some votes. It's exciting. I just went through three segments where three of BC's major teams are in good shape. Blake James, the new AD, has his hashtag, hashtag winning. And what BC is doing right now is a lot of that. And I think I see we see a lot more coming up in football, basketball, and hockey. This is AJ Black. I am the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. Thank you all for subscribing on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Hit the like button. Recommend us to a friend. If you have a basketball friend who's getting ready for the season, make sure they know about Locked on BC. And if you have not done so, subscribe to our subtext right now. Check it out. It's 14 days for free. I think you'll like it. I'm going to try it. As long as I get some subscribers in the next couple days, I'll be trying it out during some of these basketball games. Um, and I'll give you recruiting news and all sorts of other good stuff on there. It's, it's not the same as being a subscriber to Eagle Insider. You get some different things. In, it's more for like watching along with games and getting complete access to me. You get at it. I mean, you want to like some of you guys, like I'm sure the, I can see those comments and I just don't have the time to read them right now. And I will lose the, the train of my, my podcast. But if you have questions you want to get to me and you're like dying to know what my thoughts are as an insider, you can text them to me and I'll answer to you in five minutes. That's the way it works. It's great. Um, well, sometimes I get emails and I just don't have the time to react. This is, this is the way you're supporting the podcast and you're going to get direct access to me. So check out the subtext. It's in the link of the show right now. Go on there. This is AJ Black. Thank you all for uh, listening. We'll be back with a post-game reaction show to Fairfield tomorrow, and we'll start to get ready for Virginia Tech. Bold projections, all sorts of stuff. we got a lot to get into. BC, Bas- BC Sports is really heating up right now. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone. Have a great day.